All right, Eric, you there? You, why, why wouldn't I be here? I don't I, know. The spotlight is turning on. I the am spotlight's always here on. Spotlight. Sometimes you wait. Uh, I know that you you crave the spotlight. Who but doesn't? sometimes you're sometimes you like to make a grand entrance and make yourself the bell of the ball at the spotlight. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Maybe you had snuck away to come back and make a grand entrance here for the spotlight podcast, Eric. Is is that possible? You wanted me to arrive fashionably late, is what you're telling fashionably me. Fashionably late. I would start out and I'd be like, Oh, I guess he's not here and then I'd say something like Welcome to the spotlight for the Weird Science DC Comics podcast. Boom, for bitches, the I'm here. Oh, there he is. What the hell, you son of a bitch? You did it again. Oh, Ow. oh, America's sweetheart, you've <laughs> done it again. Yes, this is the official, unofficial spotlight for the Weird Science DC Comics podcast for the week of February second, two thousand seventeen. It's Groundhog's Day. You said so. Everybody better listen put this to podcast this. on repeat. And you put know it what on re- repeat. I- I told you that, and I thought to myself, then we went right into the goddamn music, but I'm like, yeah, Groundhog's Day is not about a groundhog anymore. It's about watching Bill Murray fucking live his it's day. It's not over about Needle, needle Nose Ned. Is that who it's for? <laughs> Bing! He's the best. He is the best. And that's why I think that he is Ned so Ryerson. great. Because he's such like a pillar of the day. <laughs> and he's, oh, he's the best. I, I laugh so much. Especially when B- Bill Murray gets so upset that he just punches him the one. He has no time for him again. I, I love that. And I love Watch when the he first comes step. <laughs> yeah, really? That's pretty good, too. I, I love that movie. I really love that movie. And I know that you will watch anything with Andy McDowell in it, so that that's the best. See, why do you got to bring up the worst part about something all the time? So what you're telling me, if if she had a show on and it was, um, say, it was Buffy. Buffy the Vampire Slayer came back as an older Buffy, and Annie McDowell played Buffy. Would you watch that? Would you? Talk about you... a way older Buffy shit. Yeah, I'm saying her age now, and it's just so Annie McDowell. The Golden McDowell. Girls Vampire Slayer. Yeah, and but you would? Would you like that? Would you no. like Annie McDowell? No. Absolutely would you watch it though? No. You would. I, I probably would. I would probably now, watch it. No, just go with you wouldn't, because what I was doing was setting you up to tell you why I don't watch Peter Capaldi on Doctor Who. I, I was freaking painting you into a corner that I was going to bang you with there. The thing is, because, though, I probably would watch it, and you know I would. Oh, you son of a bitch. Uh, while I was bringing that up, I did want to mention real quick that we have another podcast, Eric. And True. people were a little bit confused, because we had started the Lost Boys podcast. <laughs> See, I still, on, I'm glad baby, we got rid it. of it. The Lost Boys Pop Culture Podcast that we were releasing every Wednesday. Uh, We had a couple episodes. We stopped that and turned it into a reboot. Uh, a soft reboot, would you say? I'd say a spinoff. A, a spin. Well, now it's the Weird Science Pop Culture Podcast. We figured we'd keep the Weird Science deal. I just want to bring that up because we are going to have it on its own feed from now on. Uh, starting next week, I think I'll double up again one more week so we can tell everybody one more time. But it will have its own feed. If you want to look for it, it will be probably by the end of the week. It will be on iTunes as well by itself on at Weird Science Pop Culture Podcast. We're already on Podbean at Weird Science Pop Culture Podcast at Podbean.com and uh, shit like that, Eric. There you go. And we're on uh, Twitter at uh, Weird Science Pop. And I say all this has nothing to do with the spotlight, but I figured nope. w- we could probably get some free advertising for ourselves at some well, point uh, in the game. Even that, that's why we went back to Weird. We decided, you know, Lost Boys was fun, but we spent yeah. all this time creating a brand that people know and like. Why would we take away from that? Do Let's they just know it and like an audience? Some people may know it. And they may hate it. And then, you know what? We don't want them there anyway, do we? 
they're not invited, Eric. No, they're uh, not part I of the I will mention, too, if you're listening to Spotlight and you never listen to our big podcast because it's too long, the uh, Weird Makes Science sense. Pop Culture Podcast probably will never, we say this, cross our fingers, will never go beyond two hours. Uh, See, we like, really want it to be... We Already. really want it to be an hour long. Uh, but yeah, it's just pop culture nonsense. There's some uh, comic movie stuff since we don't talk about that at all in the regular podcast. That's big in pop uh, culture. You know, even t- uh, TV stuff. We try to keep it comics based on the big show. The very big show, Eric. See, I'm, really I'm a man of a million voices and none of them are good. But we're here for the spotlight and that is for the Weird Science DC Comics podcast where we do talk about comics. Ad nauseum, Eric. Ad nauseum. And uh, we didn't have as many comics this week as last week. Thank God. Last week was tough. And I'll tell you, we're, the one we're going to talk about tonight I was not a big fan of. And there were some you know, downers this week. I don't care. This week was a lot more positive for me than last week. I had some... Book. I have one book that was way above a score that I've given in the past two months, I, nice. I think. Uh, and in general, my books, for the most part, I enjoyed. And your books that I've read so far, they may not be the best issues, but they're not infuriating. Well, even, the book, even the book <laughs> we're talking about tonight, I have a major issue with. It was a quick read. I, sure I got was. through it, but it, it is Superman. But before we go into that, I do want to tell I want to ask you. Are you up on YouTube where they do the 24-hour challenges? Are you up on that? Do you know what no, that I, is? No, I am not aware. My kids love these things. It's where these people sneak in. Let's say you go into uh, McDonald's, right. and then before it closes, done and done. yeah, before it closes, yeah, after you eat your three <laughs> goddamn doubles, double quarter pounders. I would not eat three. It's going to be two double quarter pounders, maybe two double cheeseburgers. I don't yeah. know. Maybe a large fry. I don't know. Can't supersize that shit. Glutton. Oh, by, like by the way, by the way, people listen to the uh, our our uh, now I was going to say Lost Boys, our Weird Science Pop Culture podcast. I actually had the uh, I had the yeah the, I had the naked chicken uh, chalupa again today for lunch and it was delicious. This, this is the first day in the past four days that I have not delicious. had it. I'm a little in withdrawal right now. You know what I made for dinner tonight? What's that? Shepherd's fries. Nice. Boom. They, and they were, I really made them good. I'm getting good at those. But what I was saying about these 24-hour challenges, I, when I'm doing my reviews or getting ready for the podcast, my kids are in the other room watching TV, so I hear it. And I hear, oh, also, I hear this cursing and stuff coming from the TV. So I gotta, I gotta tell them to, you know, pipe it down because I'm gonna on. be in real, I'm gonna be in trouble. <laughs> uh, but I'm like, what the, what are you watching? I'm like, oh, 24-hour challenges, Dad. You're so old. Da, da, da. And it's these people who sneak into any sort of place, even people's homes. Uh, but this would be, we'll go back to the whoa, McDonald's. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, You're I'm telling you. Line now. What's going on? No, this is where they go and they stay overnight at places that are either businesses that are closed or somebody's house. So and it, it infuriates me. The wall. Yeah. Uh, this would breaking be, some of these people would be, uh, well, it's not. Breaking and entering because, yes, it's trespassing because you're there. I don't care what they, they call it, but I think it would be trespassing. So I would so, go in the McDonald's and I'd hide in the ball pit and let the balls cover me until everybody leaves. And then you you get up and you film yourself and, and you think you're cool. What do you do uh, after that? You just stand – you sit around. They, they sit around. It's like a That's goddamn slumber party. But, yeah, they, uh, most of the time I've seen I, – I think I saw one – 
that they were in, like, say, a Walmart or something like that, which I wouldn't go in because Walmart, they don't fuck around with shit like this. And but, even that, Walmart's open 24 hours a day. Yeah, well, that whatever this, this place had toys or something, and then they went to the toy island. It's stupid. Uh, but yeah, they, and then they get all upset if somebody catches them. It, it's fucking nonsense. But so what uh, you're telling me that they have a thing called a 24-hour challenge, which in my mind should just be called "Where the Heart Is" challenge, because they're just doing what Natalie Portman did in "Where, uh, Where yeah, the Heart Is." Yeah, that, or it should be called "Arrest Me," because now I'm putting it on YouTube. I said I'm to my a, kids, "I'm a dumb fucking yeah, kid." Yeah, number I one, don't I said to better. my my kids, "No, this has to. It's got to be phony." Most of these, because you, this is where you hear. The world's dumbest criminals. These people, you know, stole this and videotaped it. And they, you know yeah. what I mean? It, it's so sad. It just, it angers me. I saw it earlier. Uh, we went to Walmart and, uh, earlier get to shot. get stuff for dinner. And there was Rafe and Logan sitting there. We could hide here for the 24-hour time. I'm like, you better not. I'll, I'll kill it. Well, that, like they'd be allowed from Tanya. Where Pictures. are they? I don't know. And they disappeared in Walmart. But the other thing that Rafe likes to do, he has this little thing that he does now, and it drives me nuts, too. Where as we go through any store, especially Walmart, he'll pick up things, and then as we walk, and he puts them somewhere else where they're right, not supposed to be. I said this be. on the other podcast. Your, your kid's turning into a jerk. No, Stop he this. does this. He now it's a now it's a joke, and he's trying to turn it into a challenge. Like I'm telling you, at one point it, he was trying to pick up like a big TV. And he's gonna move it. I'm like, no, no. So then we, we're in the food things. He's picking. He picked up this huge nacho kit thing, and then he put it over with the meat. That, he's he's crazy. They drive me nuts, Sarah. That's a uh, jerky just, thing to do. Now you got someone's gonna go and put that back. He doesn't care. The, the the karma of it is, I hope that his job ends up being, you know, d- doing stuff like that uh, for Walmart when he first gets a job. Uh, and I'll just laugh at him. I'll go in and I'll move shit around. But he, they, these YouTube things, it, it goes back to this YouTube stuff where it, it, people need more and more things to shock people. And I, I don't know what's next, Eric. We're, we're going to have oh, like gonna be the Armageddon. Purge challenge. It's going to be the purge. It, it will be the purge coming up because now they just, they, people have run out of shit to do. Yo, 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 look how many people I can whack in the middle yo, of the yo, night. Yo, yo, look at me, yo. Yeah, the, the thing yeah, is, just these people now, should right? just have shitty podcasts about comics, and that would take up all the time. <laughs> that actually, our podcast could be the twenty-four the hour life. fucking challenge. I don't want to play. So angry. You do want to play. It doesn't matter if you want to play. You're playing. You're in. You oh, are why do I got to be man. part of a gang? You're or a in. You're fresh part of, crew. Here, listen. We're we're part of the gang. I'm snapping. <laughs> <laughs> dancing down the alley. Ah, yes. Let's get back to comics. Eric, we are talking about Superman tonight. Sure are. And, yeah, this seems like a lot of setup, but uh, let's get to it. Go for it, Eric. Go yeah, for you, it. It seems like a lot of setup, like everything else we've been dealing with. Feels well, like yeah, a lot well, of I'm setup. saying, and when I say setup, I'm not saying the issue is setup. I think that this whole arc is just setting up what's going to come later, and it's starting to infuriate me I'll in say, these this, books. I'll say, though, this arc is a lot like every other arc where it doesn't really seem to matter yeah we get a cliffhanger that may be important later on but besides for that yeah it well, is one of the i'll, other I'll give you i'll give you my theory i'll give you my theory of why it, it infuriates me once you do your little right, blurb i'll get into it then let's superman hear those golden tones superman number 16 <laughs> written by peter j tomasi and patrick gleason with art by tony s daniel clay man sandu Foria, seth man dania ribeiro and rob lee yeah Mm. Our multiplicity story is concluded with this issue, and man, does it just conclude. Superman has his powers taken away like the other captured Superman and Superwomen, but don't worry because you can magically get them back and inspire his counterparts to do the same. 
After the Just League Incarnate show up, the Supers take down Prophecy. Before he's completely defeated, Mr. Odd, t- Mr. Oz, tell Mr. Odd, Mr. Oz teleports Mr. him Odd. away to add to his collection. Yeah. Uh, the the thing that actually infuriates me about this is you earlier you had uh, the Super Sons. You had two issues of the Super Sons. Now the thing to me with the Super Sons story is number one, it got Bruce and this Superman together. Uh, yeah. It, and I like that. And also, it did set up a book that I am exactly. interested in. And it also, did <laughs> it was something that was part of the book. You had John. Uh, unfortunately, since then, they seem to have forgotten pretty much John. You know, and that's a thing that it, it gets me angry in this book. But this reminds me, this uh, multiverse type story reminds me more of the Just League versus Suicide Squad. Uh, freaking event that basically the story is only for something else even the frankenstein story that was just fun to me you had frankenstein back it didn't mean anything it does compound it with everything else in this book uh superman is, is becoming a book that really doesn't have any stories going on they keep that's going on. i shots. want an arc where they keep going yeah. but the thing is we're not getting any like like ongoing stories that uh, no. change and affect the no, Superman this, universe. This like, one, we get the Super Sons. Yeah, that's a setup for our new yeah, Super Sons story. Yeah, I didn't story. mind that. We though, get Frankenstein. We get Dinosaur Island. Yeah, it's Dinosaur like, Island. What is going on with really, this book? The, yeah, we this book where story. and and people. It's weird because I said to you before. I think the trick to reading some of these books and talking on the podcast because I hear other podcasts and they seem to go with it and they seem very happy, Eric. There's a sweet spot some <laughs> of these are in. I'll tell you. How do I that, do that? That they just deal with. The the issue in front of them. Ooh, look at this. It looks good. And boy, he says that. And that made me laugh. The problem is we have the issue where we kind of go with how it's, you know, going throughout the, the yeah. whole entire picture, how this goes in. And yeah, Superman, though, I always say and I keep telling people, too, I really like the book. When you start talking about it, and I really start thinking about it, Malik, you're right. There, there really isn't anything going on. We keep getting these non, you know, import either Stories that just seem to be there for other reasons or things. Now, this goes through this whole story, and it seems like a condensed version of a bigger story because shit just happens. Like you said, it just happens and it ends. And then it ends with Mr. Oz, and I want to give them the middle finger. I yeah. just want to say, you know what? Fuck you. Can't you. You're going to throw that. You're not telling a story yeah, by no, throwing Mr. Oz No, you don't Oz tell a story, end. and then you basically, Mr. Oz, to me, in every book, and I'm going to blow your mind, Eric, Mr. Uh, Oz please. here, to me, is just a to be continued. He is a human oh, yeah. to be continued. In every story he's there, it ends with him, and we're supposed to think, oh, my God. That's so fucking big. I can't wait to see how this ends. When really we're saying we just got an incomplete story. And it yeah. happens with, with most of the times that it's gone on. And then you have to wait. We had Tim Drake uh, get taken out of Detective Comics, which still is the best part of Mr. Oz. But even then, it's just like, nope, you're going to have to wait. We'll give you a little dribs and drabs in the and next couple months. That, like in the first arc of Action Comics, yeah. we have this six-issue arc. All about this gigantic fight with Doomsday that just went on way too long. And then he just gets taken. And then he's taken by Mr. Yep. Oz. And then you're supposed to just go, oh, ooh. man, that is so awesome. It's I like can't wait. It's fireworks. It's just like oohs and ahs. Yeah, yeah. It's, and, and really, it's fireworks that you go to look at, and they're really a hologram, Eric. They're not even real fireworks. Oh, fuck uh, that. As I don't even want to see real and, fireworks. And I don't care what people say. If, if somebody says to me, oh, wait, it's going to pay off later. No, you don't know that. So no. don't tell me that right now. I don't want to hear it because I don't know. I want a story. And if this would have been a complete story, and like you said, the biggest 
thing about this that's the biggest perpetrator of my fucking annoyance is that Superman gets his powers back and then inspires everyone else to get them back without ever telling you what. And then all of a sudden, Mr. Oz comes and grabs prophecy and you're gone. And it, to me, it's like, it is. It's like, you know, I have my right hand doing things while I'm distracting you and doing something with the left. It, it is a distraction Point to make you think something. Yeah, that's what it is. I, I'm having problems tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. It's all, it's smoke and mirrors and sleight of hand that's what, going on. Here, David Blaine. Yeah, you know, I'm fucking mind fucking freak or whatever. <laughs> I'm just a freak. Uh, but yeah, the story starts out and going into this, I can't even say I was that excited. Well, I, I is, love I, seeing I, the multiversal characters. I love seeing them. I think I, that's the greatest. I and was down on the last really issue. Yeah. I was down on the last issue a lot because it really didn't seem to do anything but make me think that Superman's a goddamn idiot for going on and taking prophecy on by, for himself yeah. while sending the rest of the Superman that they spent the entire issue collecting off back to the freaking House of Heroes. So yeah, yeah. going into this, I'm like, okay, I didn't like this issue very much. It was a three-issue arc. I get this last story here to fucking, you know, wow me. It's going to blow me out of the water. Gonna, it's you want, this the is the two-minute warning. Together. It's the Super Bowl two-minute warning. Freaking Matty Ice is taking you down, and they're going to beat the Patriots, Eric. The two-minute warning. It's going to happen. And then, yeah, they, they And fail. then we end the last like issue the Eagles with Superman in the Super going Bowl. They mano fail. mano with prophecy. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's how we end it. We go into this one. And immediately I'm disappointed because we don't get to see any it. of that. Already, Superman has his powers taken. Yep, you didn't see just, that. It's over. I'm saying. And also, fight, you said to me, just, and I'm with you. Uh, all of a sudden, you f- see that prophecies this fucking giant, and I, I, and I, I might be a dummy. You might be a dummy. We might be That's dummies true. together. Uh, but all of a sudden, that and that like that kind of made me step back and like. Oh, really? Okay. Is that, and uh, to me, that was kind of a gimmick as well to make you think, oh, his powers, but really, you, you start off, he just has his powers gone. And I yep. don't understand, I just, I want to see the actual story with it. I did like when the yellow submarine was there and he's like, oh, you really think firing weapons from that play thing would be my undoing? I'm like, that is a pretty cool play thing. It does look like that because it, it's like it, an it Imaginex like, toy. Yeah, and it looks like Superman's in his hand. It looks like he's crazy looking little Imaginex. But yeah, he sends him down to the pit to and work destroys with the these yellow other. Submarine. Yeah, he destroys the yellow submarine. There's a pit where the Supermen are are digging. <laughs> They're digging They're just graves. They're digging their there. own grave. Yeah, yeah it, it's crazy. He just passed the test, possibly. Uh, but it's just. To me, it's all smoke and mirrors again. You see, there, there you have now. In the one thing you had prophecy when he got a hold of Captain Carrot, and he's like, "Oh, you little bunny!" Uh, and turns him into a real bunny, and then sets him in this pit. Because there yep. he is. He said, "Really? Why? What? I don't. I know his whole thing is he's been gathering their powers and things like that, but it's just, it's, it's nonsense. It really isn't. This pit thing, digging their own graves. Can there ever be anything that's more of a time like?" Okay, we gotta waste some time and have them have to do something until the heroes come and save them. Well, because even, to me, they, he would have just snapped them in half and threw them. They, they don't have to. They, there's great. no reason to dig this goddamn no. pit for anything. And the thing is, too, we have the, yes, these are Superman for all over the multiverse, but yeah. they're still Superman and Superwomen. Why would they go with this? No, I know. Hey, and go fuck yourself. I'm not doing yeah, nothing yeah, over here. You know, oh, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna kill you. Go ahead. I don't yeah. care. Look at me. And we saw in the New 52, a Superman without powers becomes a very angry man, Eric, and sure very jealous. And yeah, it isn't even like these Supermen that are down there 
have this whole idea that they're ever going to escape or, or nope. figure out something. They, they are even, all without hope. Yeah, they are without hope. Now, that's all they needed, Eric, is hope. But, yeah, they're, they're digging. And like I said, it's just an extension of that. Now, in this issue I said to you, also, they really keep bringing up this music of the multiverse, and I yeah, really do think, at the, yeah, I whatnot. think that that's going to be something that comes around later because even uh, prophecy is pissed off about that music, and he wants to stop it, and then they bring it up again later, and that's how they track it. I, I do think that that's going to be something, and I do think they're trying to remind us of that. And if you didn't read multiversity uh you do get a couple things from these issues that i think are going to be important in the long run but the problem is, is if the long run is a year and a half from now nobody's gonna fucking remember this oh. it, it's three issues people are gonna be like yeah i kind of remember that i do think calvin is one of the other things that they really want to push on us uh at this point and for some reason super uh super demon because he's pretty prominent in this as well uh but yeah I guess. The, i'm just saying i think that at some point in the in the end game of all this you're gonna have all of these you're gonna have the justice league incarnate come and fight and it's gonna you know in the big event because there's no other reason for these issues and that's what gets me upset it does seem to be a setup for later down the line uh, but yeah, I think Calvin is a big one. I think he's going to have a, a, pr a prominent role in that. But even if it doesn't, they, you're there, and they're trying to figure out. They they can track the music of. Oh well, yeah, we go back to the House of Heroes where yeah. the Justice League Incarnate realize, you know, we are Superman's plan. The reason he sent us back here is so we can track him back to where Prophecy's planet is, yep. and we can stop him. But the problem is, you know, Superman we had their own ship. ship. Yeah, we don't have a tool. ship, and, and it was so, told by. Uh, What's his name? Uh, Nick's the, you or two. Yeah, yeah. He said that it would take thousands of no years. No idea if that's how you pronounce it, but I that's know. what I'm going yeah. with. But here's the thing. It's so hokey to me, too, because we've already been told once that it ta it'll take a thousand years. They remind us again. Yep. And then the, the Red Racer is just like, eh, you know what? I can just go real fast and, and do I'm it. I'm telling you, the thing is it really bothers me because we have this whole thing where the Red Racer, he's going to make the ultimate sacrifice. Yep. And rebuild the ultimate Thor with all the plans and stuff they have in the House of Heroes and shit like that. Yeah. And Calvin Ellis is like, you know how much compressed time you're going to have to deal with with that? You're like, you can't do it. Okay. Like, Why? Why can't he just build it really fast? I don't understand. Yeah. It's like they want us to have this correlation with when Barry Allen died in the crisis. Yep. That's, Infinite basically, Earth, that's exactly that, what they're trying to do. Because that's what happens to the Red Racer after he yeah. finishes. But like. He is not taking on the energy that, like, you know, the Barry was from the anti monitor previously. Like, yeah. I don't understand how we get. Like your know, Red Racer building a time, uh, a space and time ship, to uh, him dying. I just don't yeah, understand even, the correlation. Yeah, and even even the even the case where there was a point too where I kind of got the idea of one of your nitpicks where you say you can't go to a computer and fucking go fast because the computer still at one point. Red Racer starts calling it, Green Lantern, find me all the distinct alloys, nuts and bolts, and guitar strings. He's not going to go that fast. You know what no. I mean? you got to wait for that, but Red Racer just goes into it. And the only thing, like, I don't even care. I know what you're saying about, you know, how he dies, and it's and it is. It's pushed. It's very forced to be like Barry Allen. The thing that I have the issue with is we were told, 
with a sledgehammer over our head that this would take a thousand years only to set up this sacrifice. It didn't seem natural to me. I'm like, okay, that's why they fucking said it'd take a thousand years. It got me angry that this whole issue and this whole art continues to do this about saying like, oh, this the stakes are high, but we only know because we've been told. Red Racer, I have no connection with. When Red no. Racer died, I'm like, okay. Got the job done. Good job, buddy. Let's move on because I don't have any connection with any of these characters. So I really didn't care. Even with the, you know, the supermen and superwomen that are down in that pit digging, I didn't care. And really, I, there's no real idea. Like, say Superman does get out, or Superman, yeah. pre-Flashpoint Superman gets out, and all the rest die. Would you care at all? Because I, I, I wouldn't, would, because I, I would don't even know half of them are in there. I would care along the lines where why are they fucking up every goddamn well, sandbox yeah, and, and that we can play in? Here's the problem is with the Superman in that pit, they're very generic at points. So I'd be like, eh, whatever. You, you see some and, you, you know, you can point them out. But I just – the whole thing was supposed to – this to me was supposed to be like this epic story of of hope and, and, and sacrifice. You know, sacrifice. And it just – I just – at points, I'm like, let's get on with it. Once they said, I can build this really quick, then I'm like, well, why the fuck didn't you have six waiting? I know it, it killed them, but still, I, I just, how I'm about this? Though, the, the idea, though, it's like, you know, this the freaking Ultimate Thule was built. It took a thousand years to build. A thousand like, years. That took a thousand years for a regular person to build. I mean, he's a speedster. I don't know why he would have to, like, you know, as Kevin Elvis says, do you know how much time you would need to compress? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, yeah. how, why do we need to compress time when he can just build something very fast yeah, compared just, to a normal I think person? he's saying, like, it's the like, compress, you know, I think he means, is just basically it, you're going to have almost, to do the work of a thousand years in the, ten minutes and it's it, going to kill you. But It just it's seems still, like the idea is where, like, this ship has to be built in a thousand years and you have to comp- – I'm saying it takes a thousand years for this ship to be built properly and it has to wait that like, amount of time. Yeah, I didn't so get that. Compress. I got I know, that. The, I'm, the I'm compress, trying to make yeah. sense of it. The compressed right time I, I thought would be like if, if you're going to have to – it's a weird way of saying to me is what he's like. Listen, this would take a normal guy a thousand years. Do you understand how fast you're going to have to go to, to make it? And uh, yeah, I understand. You know, we never ask time and, and things like that. And it's just like Calvin realizes why he would. I don't know uh, because to me it would be something that would, he wouldn't be real privy to about. Oh yeah. my God! If you do the work of a thousand years in ten minutes, you're going to die. I don't think he'd get that. He would do that. Also, what I'm saying is, in this meantime, they have this one goddamn ship. Why didn't uh, Why didn't fucking Red Racer take a week to fucking build some spares or something? I know they probably didn't think they'd need them, but really. Then you had the Just League Incarnate going. You could have another team and another one of these ships. It's all nonsense to me. Like I said, this whole thousand-year thing was just something we were told, and it doesn't even calculate or, you know, in my mind, it's not something like I'm like, holy shit, there, Calvin's right. It's just another way to have a hokey thing for me because, yeah, Red Racer does build it and then dies. And actually, you know, you want to force it even more, you have Calvin come out and hold Red Racer yeah, like yeah. Barry. I, it's so over the top. And you see the the uh, heroes behind and they're all upset. It is Red Racer's a wreck. <laughs> Look at Red Racer. Uh, but, yeah, in the meantime, you have them show up. And this was the plan all along. But really, well, here's the thing. Even, there even wasn't really that. even like a plan. Like Red Racer doesn't say to me, like, come out and say, like, that's what Superman told me. It's like, all right. And then when it happens, Superman's like, way to go, Red Racer. I, I hoped you would do that. I'm like, this is not a good plan. This is this is very crazy. Uh, yeah, but, I'll say, but 
like while this is going on, Red Racer sacrificing himself. We get this little thing where Keenan's just tossed into the yeah. pit with the rest of our Superman, so we can have that first meeting between the Superman yeah. of New Earth. And I'm like, I, but it doesn't do anything. No, and it doesn't I'm do like, anything. And also, it it actually. To me, it's really off for a first meeting. It's not yeah. even like it. There's, you know, Superman goes up and says hi to Keenan. They're talking in Mandarin, and they're just kind of like, "Hey, buddy, you know, you're in the pit." There's, it's not really anything. It's really weird. And even the point, it would have been, it would have been cool if, uh, actually, uh, Prophecy grabbed Keenan. Keenan, in his own books, had been having problems having any powers. I would have liked it, like, you're the Superman of this Earth, you don't even have powers. But, of course, we already saw him in this book fly, and things like that. Yeah, so it seems I'll like go he's got it. his powers under control now, the, by the, the time other, this takes yeah. place. And now, the other thing that this book is really setting up, the, the big event for Superman, uh, the Superman books, and Superman himself here, is to have him try to figure out what the heck he is and that continues in this and this one it really does spell it out when uh prophecy says i don't even know what you are i'm going to take your powers but you're an anomaly you don't make sense you're not on my list you you shouldn't be and and the thing is i think where they go wrong a little because that is big because he's not on the list it's very odd because even if they're not in their own world they have still chased them when calvin showed up or red sun superman showed up on you know their earth the regular earth they still went to chase them it's not that superman is i mean you can say it's because his quote unquote world you know that universe yeah, has been he, wiped he out is, i'm saying though in all of the multiverse he is an unknown factor because yeah, he is not from I, any earth i think that it's is more than that because he doesn't even say he says he's a it's more than that because of what they're pushing they're pushing for this big event to come up in the superman book for him to go out of this to try to figure out exactly what it what he is and this ties into at the rebirth when mr oz said to superman hey you're not what you think you are, and yeah. I think there's, you know, I think they're trying to play both sides there, but th- it's definitely that it's supposed to point that he really isn't what he think he thinks he is, and we're gonna have to figure out what it is later. Uh, but yeah, I, I just wanted to point that out because he does An- say that thing, again. Another thing, with that, like, say, like, uh, you know, prophecy's got a list. He's checking it twice. He's gonna find out what Superman's on what goddamn world. Yeah. So when he goes to New Earth, he knows at this point in time. Keenan Kong is the Superman of this world because Superman of the New 52 died. His powers were, you know, the sentient solar energy of his yeah. was used to create Keenan. Why is he not picking up Lana Lang or Lois? I know, Lang where's Lana or Lois? His powers transitioned like they went into them as well. Yeah. They yeah, should be I, here because they have Superman's powers. Yeah, I it's it's ridiculous that they should be in there because and you can't get any way out of it because Keenan got the powers the same exact way. Exactly. That's just how it happened. And uh no, it'd be cool if uh prophecy had shown up on Earth and said basically like that the new fifty two Superman is still alive. Like that'd be fucking mind blowing. And and really, if you're gonna have him chase out the powers it's kind of what you think he would be reading from keenan kong because yeah. he did get the and lana and lois if she was still alive at this point uh i just it, it's really it, nothing spelled out well enough to even under and everything is kind of glossed over even like i said this whole thing about you shouldn't even be here this list and hmm and he even thinks to me he goes a little overboard not saying like Huh, you must be a Superman from another world. And Superman never in this whole arc says to himself, like, huh, well, it makes sense. You know, my universe is destroyed. He never says that because yeah. I don't think they want to go there, but they're, they're kind of leaving that out there to be kind of a, you know, is this a red herring? What it is. But at this point, though, you have Superman in the pit 
and then he sees the ultimate thule come and then he just gets hope and they're like what's that because that's when the the yellow submarine shows up and he's like that's hope and they all start glowing almost looking very much like lex's suit is what it really does look like uh, it's not explained at all. It's no, I'm not saying, hey, explained the, the symbols at of all. all their, like the symbols on the symbol on Superman's chest starts going. His eyes start going. It's like a whitish yep. blue, but it's very yeah. reminiscent of the blue color he left behind in yeah. the rebirth. It's Superman the blue issue, color in the rebirth and the Superman with the, annual. Yeah, the Superman annual with Swamp which we, Thing, which we thought that we dealt with. Like what, whatever we dealt with with Swamp Thing coming in saying how and, Superman's and not a part of this world. With Swamp it Thing, that we dealt with it. That's the problem with when Swamp Thing was in the Superman annual he, when they were talking about this blue glow this blue glow was not necessarily pointed out as a good thing it no. was that he was being that was almost a beacon that you didn't belong and we're gonna have to get you in tune with this world if you're gonna stay all of a sudden now this blue even, even if that, super even if superman explained. asked him if superman asked asked uh you know hey what is this blue glow and swamp thing said well you know what i don't know how swamp thing would know something and but said you know what I, actually, you need somebody who's been through the multiverse to say at one point, like, I can't explain it, but it seems like every Superman has it when they need it the most and hope it, it seems to be. Have something to set it up, even if it's hokey. It, it's so weird. Even the ones in the cells start glowing. Why? Why would they? I, I, what? It, no, I'm just, just saying that we were never explained what this is because the all the last thing we saw of the blue glow is that freaking uh, Superman touched Swamp Thing and yeah. affected Swamp Thing, got him to start speaking Kryptonian and freaking the fuck out, and then it was just gone. It seemed like we had dealt with it, but here yeah. they start glowing and magically all like, hey, everybody, take my hands. And I yeah. can understand like if they want to say, you know, he transitioned this whatever this power is into them, giving them their powers back. But every no. Superman who had their powers taken. They yep. got it back. They're even in the cells. The ones that are yep. captured in the cells get their power. And it, they don't even go to a, a way that they could say in a hokey way, listen, we're Superman. We're connected. It doesn't matter what universe, what we and do. He, what, what? De- we're connected in, in our hope and the hope that we bring to the universe. Okay, at least I can at least go and make a jump. Yeah, I can jump to conclusions then. This is just Superman saying, yep. It, hope burns bright. Boom. Everybody, well, including people that, in though, the cells. We have the freaking people that are in the Superman death pit, whatever you want to yeah. call it. Th- we know for a fact that these people have had they, their, they uh, had powers, their powers taken. taken. You the have Captain Kelly. Though, you would think that, you know what? Maybe they still have their powers. That's yeah. why they're in cells. But for whatever this blue goal is, it allows them to break through the cells because yeah. – why? I just don't get it. I don't because, know. And you know, Captain Carrot, that's the worst one. That points it out completely. Captain Carrot's back to being Captain Carrot. He's no longer a little bunny that was in the pit. He's now Captain Carrot again. How? What, what happened? What, what did? Where are they getting this power? Because to me, if this was a possible thing, Prophecy might know about this. He'd have them just – they'd be batteries for him now. They, he could, they could just keep getting their powers back because he'll just keep taking it from them. It's just nonsense. It's complete and utter nonsense what happens here without it being explained. And then they just start yelling and they attack prophecy, all of them together. We're done being lab rats and having our powers stolen. Well, it doesn't really seem to matter. And they attack him and they freaking... They, they cut his hand off because yeah. apparently all the power is being stored in his hand. So they cut that off yeah, and they're going to And did you know that? Did you? No. No. Why does cutting his hand off do anything? You and know? then he's teleported away. 
Yeah. And and then they and even then they're there and they're like, What's going on? He's teleporting away, it doesn't make sense, but they're like, Huh? It's almost like to me they're like, Hmm, let somebody else fucking worry about that. It, and then like they start shaking hands. And going away on the goddamn yeah, blimp. It is. They start shaking hands. You know, Calvin and, and uh, Superman shake hands, they're all excited. Uh you know, they tell hey, Red Racer died to get that other Thule built. You know, his Ooh, last sucks. wish was to get everyone home. Let's go. And they go home, and then you go and get Superman and Keenan sitting there in Shanghai. And it, it's actually, this is actually very reminiscent of when Superman and Jimmy oh, were yeah. uh, sitting in the New 52 when Superman was dogs. starting to lose his powers and would eat stuff. And like, boy, I'm really enjoying this and stuff like that after he told him his uh, identity and stuff like that. And they were hanging out as best friends. It's very reminiscent of that, uh, even to the point where it seems like he's even treating him like a son a bit. But again, to me, it, it is not well earned here. All of a sudden, they're just hanging. Now they are no. supermen, and they went through some things. But it's like one of those, like, "Hey, if you need me, let me know, and, and I'll see you in about six months when we have an annual where we'll have a story together, buddy." Wink, wink, and then and off he goes. It, it, you know, it, it's very set up to just be like, "Hey, we'll meet again sometime when when the people want us to." It, it's just really it, it came off as hokey as well. Uh, then. And you finish the end. The end is elsewhere, and you see Mr. Oz. And Mr. Oz has prophecy and says, I'll even read what he says, and we can figure out, you know, I have to admire your persistence and conviction, not to mention your sensitive ear, ear, Eric, to yeah. the fabric of space and time, the pure willingness to fight that which cannot be beaten, to bite back your fear of the unknown and bear arms against almost certain doom. Now, right there is, to me, it really seems like, we're starting to get the idea that maybe Mr. Oz is kind of on the good side, or at least a side that's going to be against a, you know, an impending Well, I'm saying, like, doom. well, prophecy at the beginning of this issue, when he had Superman, he's laying out his exposition about how yeah. he knows that something yep. terrible is coming. He says that's there's why an he's oblivion coming, yep. Because he needs the power to yep. fight whatever's to coming fight to back. save the multiverse yep. itself. And again, you you almost get the the idea to me that prophecy himself is almost like he's kind of the villain that's going to take. Mister Oz is starting to be one of those that if he's a villain, he definitely is like a Lex Luthor that really thinks that he knows the way to do things, and he's gonna. I don't think he's necessarily full out as evil as we think. I I really don't. I didn't from the beginning, uh, but this makes me think that maybe he is himself. He knows this big, you know, evil is coming, and I really don't see that being Dr. Manhattan, if you ask me. I don't see Dr. Manhattan as being this, well, quote-unquote, oblivion. Us dealing with this multiversity story type of shit, the multiplicity, as they're calling it, where we left the multiversity, we had the empty hand there talking about how he's yep. conquered one multiverse already. He's going to do it. To, he tried to do it to this one. Yeah, so yeah. there is this multiversal big bad out there that we've left just dangling out there once Grant Morrison yep. left DC. So yep. that could be a gigantic thing that we could be dealing with down the line that and, and you know, really, say Dr. Manhattan has to save us from. And I don't know about you, but I really thought that that cover, and it is Prophecy's hand, but it kind of looks like they're kind of calling out that, that hand again. Yeah, the empty the cover. hand. Yeah, the empty hand. Uh, but yeah, and then he continues, Oz continues. Of course, I just looked at the cover, so I got to get back here. And you know what's funny? I had that up, but once you said that, I went to go look at yeah, the cover. Yeah, I went to go so look at the away. cover. Because when I first saw the cover, I actually thought it was the empty hand, and I saw that it was prophecy. But then he continues with him and says, I do applaud your bizarre sense of self-preservation and prophecy, uh, but you were in the wrong place at the wrong time with a method that was quite dot, 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 
unsound. I'm like, are you are you really pushing this music type deal here? Music but also, tons. also, I think that at the beginning, even where prophecy said, "Listen, I know this this big bad's coming. I'm stealing your powers to do this." I'm going to save the universe. You know what? I really don't care about the universe per se. If they're saved, that's fine. But I'm saving my ass first. And exactly. I think that's what Mr. Oz is saying here. It's like, yeah, you know what? You you have the right idea. You're you're going about it, but your self-preservation prophecy and, and its bizarre deal, uh, you can't do that. So we're going to go. And I don't think he's going to work with him, but I think he's going to use shit he knows. And to me, you had Tim Drake for hope. You know, you, you, he took him out. You had, say, Doomsday. Doomsday had, to me is Doomsday just you point hope, to right? somebody. No, you point to some, something and it attacks. This yeah. prophecy is kind of a well, wild card here. I don't I don't know about your point of something in Texas. Really, it just wants to kill Kryptonians. Well, yeah. Well, there you have it. Like, if you want to spell it out, maybe that's something big, so too. So, right now, the... I'm saying, though, Doomsday wants to kill Kryptonians. Prophecy wants to kill Kryptonians yep, to a yeah. degree. Super... So, we're and taking things Hope. that want to hurt Superman's off the board. Yeah, and also where I think this is important, too, is this is the first kind of thing that he's grabbing. That isn't really of the universe. He, you yeah. know, he's a multiverse deal. So he, I think this expands to everything. I think that's why I said I think Calvin and all these are going to be involved uh, because there'd be no reason for him to grab uh, prophecy like this. So I think that's it's another piece of the puzzle. But it's such a small piece, and it's in a book that you pretty much hijacked this book for three issues uh, to do nothing but. Grab, have Mr. Oz grab and, the big and not bed. have a satisfying I, conclusion because nobody knows how any of these Superman got their powers no. back. And, and to me, this is what happens. And I, I've mentioned it on the podcast before. I really get angry at books that have like this isn't a, a mystery per se, where you you start at the end and work backwards. But that's how it always seems. It's like okay, we need Mr. Oz to grab this guy from the multiverse. His name will be Prophecy. And then they work back to make a story fit what they want to end with, and it never comes out naturally to me. And that's why at this point they're like, you know, typing away. Oh, and then, you know, we're going to do this. Hey, uh, uh, Tomasi, we got to finish this up in three pages. Oh, shit. Hope. There they go. They get their powers back. Boom, bang, bing, out. And there you have it. And then he grabs prophecy. They don't even really, in the end, really win the battle. He gets teleported away by Mr. Oz. So to me, that's that's nonsense. I love the art, though. I think I'm the saying, art like, was we great. We got Tony S. Daniel and Clay yeah. Man on there. Two of, two of my favorite artists at DC yeah. uses. The art is incredible. I love it. That's and you'll you know I'm bitching and moaning. Uh, my score is not going to be as low as I think some people would think because of the art. I just really really like the art. So did and I. I I just. I don't know. I like seeing the multiverse characters, but we didn't see enough of them in this well, that's issue. The thing. They they were just there. Like they could yeah. have been anybody. You could have like I'm saying, they didn't really play an important integral part of the story for them being these characters throughout the no, multiverse. No, and I do want to point out like that was that was not the Punisher Superman. I just wanted to. Tell of course them. not. It's Squad Superman. <laughs> it was Squad Superman that looks like the Punisher. But yeah, uh, what did you give it? I gave it a 5.8 out of 10. Okay. I, I think I liked it a little bit more than you, Eric, because I gave it a 6. <laughs> yeah, it's not that much more. I, uh, I was just so disappointed by the end of this yeah. because I'm telling you, you were dealing with one of the biggest sandboxes you can play with. You are yeah. dealing with a story where it is this epic thing that you were playing with. It should be an epic story. It's three issues long. You know there's going to be a start, middle, and finish. You know that going in. 
why not give us a satisfying conclusion? Yeah. Why just leave it so open ended just to piss everybody off? Eric, it infuriated me. You have Atomic Knight Batman in the story. Do shit. How can how can you mess that up? Uh, yeah, and you like you said, it is. It's a great sandbox, and not only did, was it a forced way to do what it did, but it did take a lot of them off the you know off the board. I would have liked that if this was a three issue. If you were going to do this, you have somehow. Because he is an anomaly, Superman, that he gets thrown into the multiverse, or even with you have Calvin show up, you, you know, almost like a Terminator type thing, or like a, uh, you know, a Back to the Future, like you gotta come with me, and he takes them, and they deal three issues of trying to save the Superman of the multiverse, but not end up like this, like just go through. I would have had a lot of fun. Uh, this wasn't fun. It was fun at first. That first issue, I really did have fun with. The second one in the thin, this finale. Yeah, just, it, it, it started me. strong and just went yeah, nowhere died. after that. It really died on the vine to me. And then when you get Mr. Oz, I said, it's like a human, you know, to be continued. And yeah. actually seems to me like a lot of these now, it's like a slap in the face. I told you, I said to you at work that if we don't get any, like, real answers, the next time Mr. Oz comes, I might punch my goddamn computer screen. Uh, because it seems like they're trying to punch me. Uh, that I'm going to have to fucking go mano mano with them fucking Eric. Boom! Going to have to fight them. Yeah, right? I'm getting angry. No. It just, it really is. It's like slapping me over the face or across the face. But yet it seems to still work on some people. I see people, you know, on Twitter. Wait till you get to the end. Wow. Just wow. I'm, yeah, wow. Now, I've seen Mr. Oz grab people. I've, yeah, I've been there. That's I've what I'm that. saying. I want some answers to it. I want to see what's going on. But uh, that's it, Aaron. That's the that's story. That's it. I'm going to go mano y mano right now. Naked wrestling. Me and you. All right, man. Get down. Buck, Fun. Naked Seven rounds, Eric, and each round sexier than the last. Whoo-wee. You want to hear what we're going to talk about in our big, big podcast this week? Of course the I do. Po- big podcast that we talk about every book that the comes out. Song, almost. Almost every book. Almost. We're going to be talking about Aquaman 16. Starts a new arc. I see a lot of people very thrilled with that. Awesome. We're going to talk about Batman number 16, Eric. You going to jokerize those fries with me? Is that what you're you going to do? Shut your fucking mouth. I, uh, when we talked on the, uh, the, uh, Jesus, the pop culture podcast. I can't even say that. The pop culture podcast. We were talking about innovations of fast foods. Jokerizing fries. That's right up there. Cyborg that's number right. nine, Eric. We get a lot of answers in that one, Eric. Do we? Yes, we do. Death of Hawkman, number five. Green Arrow, number 16. A lot of answers in that one, too, Eric. Green Lanterns, number 16. A lot of answers in that, Eric. Really? You're just going to do this now? Yep. Harley Quinn, number 13. We do get answers in that. (laughs) Shut your fucking mouth. Justice League, number 14. You'll well, you'll hear my take on that. I can't uh, wait for the answers there, buddy. Yeah, I got an answer for you. Uh, a lot of people are up on that issue, and yes, they are. I'm gonna I'm gonna end up bringing up the same thing that I just did, and it'll be funny in the regular podcast that will follow this book that we just talked about, Superman. And I'll probably forget that I said it, but it is another one of those books that I always have to take. This issue might have been good as a rebirth number one. Not as a number 14, Eric, and yeah. I'm taking it as a whole, and it infuriated me. Uh, Midnighter and Apollo, number five. We get a lot of answers in oh that one, Eric, and I really did like it. Nightwing, number 14. Hey, we get an answer there. A lot of answers. 
Uh, we have Superman number 16 that we just talked about. No goddamn answers in sight, Eric. <laughs> Not a single None. fucking one. The Fall and Rise of Captain Adam number two. Uh, be prepared. That's a lot of time traveling. I love and, it. And a lot of answers, Eric. And then we... Oh, that's it. Actually, it's funny. On my app still, still claims Vigilante Southland number four. And we, <laughs> we have a big answer. For that. It always... It actually... This is the second time this has happened to me because I think at the end of last episode of the main podcast, I did the same thing. And it just makes me laugh seeing that. And I will tell you, uh, this is what Vigilante would have been about, Eric. Oh, okay. A bunch of people yell street slang like... Where's my money, motherfucker? And then know. shit I happens. That, I bought that bitch hamburger and meth yeah. and shit. Shit happens that nobody understands, and then it ends with Donnie being a piece of shit, as he always is. And by the way, he learns to fight from a guy in a goddamn wheelchair. There you go. That was it, Wheels. everybody. And the end. Ah, uh, yes, but that's it, Eric. That is the spotlight for the night. If you do like what you heard, I don't know how anybody's going to like this. <laughs> Us yelling and screaming. Uh, I will tell you, if if you, this is the first time you listen, you're like, boy, these guys really hate shit. And they're, we do get as passionate for shit we like as well. just hasn't happened that much lately, but I will promise you there is a couple books this week that I really, really do like. Uh, and I have a feeling that one... Uh, with a guy that kind of dresses up as a bat, I think me and Eric are going to go uh, mano y mano and some naked wrestling about that because I don't think Eric's going to like it as much as uh. I did. Um, only because you 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 will get stuck on a couple things that I just passed by and I kind of went with, and you that's not what you go. You you don't play that. You don't go Knife down. Knife and fork, Jim. I'm telling you, Knife you don't go fork. by. I like that. That made me laugh. But you you don't go by pass by street. You always have to stop. You rubberneck at these things. Though I, I the say roses, that Jim. there are very minor things that I get pissed off as well. But yeah, you, that's the thing. Right away, people, listen to him. He's already yelling that Bruce He's Wayne a needs monster. a hamburger with a, a a fork and knife. That's a joke. Joke, Eric. You know what Bruce I ate? My uh, today I ate at lunch. I ate the ch- naked chicken chalupa. I ate it with a spork, Eric. How about that? What do you think Why of that? I ate it. Fuck Actually, you do that? I ate it with chopsticks and a shovel, and it was good. It was tasty with chopsticks and a shovel. Still probably got it shovel. all over you, slob. I did. I got it everywhere. That's the one thing. We say how great it is. I love it. A little messy. A little messy of a sandwich. And also could use like a dipping cheese sauce. We've talked <laughs> about that, too. And that would be perfect. How, how, did, how did they give you the sauce today? Was it enough sauce? Yeah, it was. It was awesome. They made it great. Uh, in fact, the the thing that I have a complaint about the naked chicken chalupa Every is day that getting better. Yeah, well, yeah, that's my only complaint. They keep getting better, and I have to keep going back. No, uh, my only complaint is that they do seem to stack the tomatoes a little high, and that's what gets all over the place. But if you get the five dollar box, they all fall in the box. There. Do you think somebody on YouTube right now has a? They get like the cravings box, and then rip everything apart and make a fucked up uh, taco salad in there in the box itself. You think that's I hope something not. out there? The whole- why the hell would delicious. you do something like that? Delicious. I don't know. There's don't an know order to the food. That. Do not mess up that order. Yes. Also, uh, while we're at it, uh, I mentioned our other podcast. I mentioned our podcast. We actually, as the Get Fresh crew, doop, doop, doop. Uh, we're actually having a preliminary test of a movie night, slumber party movie night. I just want to uh, mention this. You, you this take goes, all the fun out of it with your description. 
Well, yeah. Well, what I'm saying is we're going to have a movie night, and it's at rabbit.com. I'm actually going to post the link, I think, on Twitter as well as in the Get Fresh Crew chat. Uh, and we're going to watch the movie Weird Science in this rabbit chat. I don't even know how to explain that. Is it, a, is it, isn't it R-A-B-B-I-T? I'm going to check now. What do you think it is, Eric? It's R-A-B-B dot I-T. Yes. Uh, the issue, though, is going to be that I have my room. I'm not even going to go into that. If you're interested to watch we- the movie Weird Science with us Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, I will be on Twitter and I will post the link where you can just click it and go to the room. This doesn't. You do not have to easiest. download anything. <laughs> you don't have to get an app. Nothing. You don't got to sign up. You in, don't want to either. Nope. You don't have to sign up. You can be on as a guest. Uh, it's in a room that actually is a a browser based thing. The only thing that I've heard is uh, if you have Safari as your browser, you might have to get like a you know Chrome or or some other browser. Uh, but it even even if you're on your phone, you can go there and it will be watching Weird Science. Uh, we'll be you know talking about it in the chat room that goes next to it. It's, it'll be a lot of fun. I hope Eric is going to have a slumber party. He is going to get a stuffed crust pizza. Why I do I? I do not know what I'm going to get yet. I am the, really if I'm going to really do a slumber party, Eric, I'm going to come over. I'm going to bogart was, half of your goddamn pizza and go home over. early. Sleepover. Uh, do you know? Yeah, I'm no. I'm because you went to bed. Yeah, no, I'm just going to grab it and go home. This is I'm the jerk-off who calls his mom and dad to pick him up at 11. <laughs> Actually, I've never done you're that. Wet the bed. I hate that. That You ever have that happen when people come over and then they go home no. before the end of the night? I hate that. That happened to me. There was never anything to do at my house when people would sleep over. I, you know, Once the kissing ended, Eric, then what else are you going to do? Heavy petting? Shit Watch like horror that. horror movies and play video games? I didn't see that's the problem. I, I wasn't allowed to play the TV that loud after my mom and dad went to bed at 6.30 at night. They would go to bed <laughs> so early and I'd have to keep quiet. Even when I would watch like hockey, I, if, I, if I even yelled anything, because I get fucking fired up when I watch sports, and uh, I would get yelled at. They'd come down, my dad would fucking rip the cord off the fucking wall and tell me to go to bed. Like, Dad, it's quarter of seven. Obviously, you can't learn, so you got to be punished. Yeah, well, this is why we're having this movie night because I never got to experience that, Eric. I'm a sad (laughs) sack. I I want to have a sleepover. So yeah, but yeah, if you're around, if you You have a family, dude, you have a sleepover every night. Uh, I think that I'm going to open up the room, say around eight o'clock. We won't be playing the movie until ten, but I want people to gather. They can chat in that room before it even starts up, and then we'll start it. Uh, But yeah, just look for the link on Twitter or you know the Get Fresh Crew. They know where to go. They'll be in the chat. I'll get it to them as well. Uh, But that's it, right? That's it. We're gonna go home. I'm gonna pack it up. Go home. You want to give a email address? Uh, you mean the email address for us? Yes. WeirdScienceDCComics at gmail.com. I don't think I ever really give the email address in this. I kind of go pretty loose most of the time. But, yeah, All if right. you want to send us email, WeirdScienceDCComics at gmail.com. Send in an email for the podcast. You can ask us questions. You can tell. You can write me a letter and say, why the fuck is Eric bringing up the goddamn email address at the end? Yeah, it's fucking stupid. And just so people know, we also at Weird Science at uh, DCComics.com, so you can check out our written reviews as well. WeirdScienceDCComics.com. Yeah. You said Weird Science at DCComics. Well, we're don't put worst. at. Jeez. We're the worst. Man. We're the worst. And also, yeah, I'm not even going to get more into that. We'll just end it, Eric. This is this is going off the rails. But, yeah, uh, what do we say at the end of the spotlight? 
Turn that spotlight off. Turn it off. Oh, 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 oh